0: May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Please be seated. Come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, Jesus said, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and you will find rest for your souls. I assume all of us here have felt a heavy burden on our shoulders at one point or another. The weight of the world or the weight of whatever is going on in our lives resting ever so firmly upon our shoulders. And we're just buried underneath the weight of whatever is going on. And Jesus says, lay your burdens upon me. Come and draw near to me and lay your burdens down at my feet rest for your souls. And then he says, take up my yoke upon you. Which seems a little contradictory. We're supposed to add more weight to our shoulders now. Um, and to which I would say yes, we are. He's saying add more weight to your shoulders, but it's a qualified yes. We, I spent this uh, early part of this week in Austin at St. Stephen's Episcopal School for a youth leadership conference called Convergence. I've spent the last three years leading this conference and uh, helping the youth get this together. I say I lead it. I kind of lead the meetings when there's a leadership team of youth who uh, plan the whole thing. In the beginning of these uh, meetings, we'll get together and I say, okay, guys, we're having a leadership conference. So we're going to have some some plenary speakers. We'll all be together. We're going to have some workshops. As we learn how to be leaders within the church and leaders within our lives, we're going to have some worship time. That'd be good. Beyond that, here's a blank schedule for three days. Y'all fill it in. And they have, and they did brilliantly. And it was a wonderful conference that we had. Um, and they came up with stuff, and then the adults would say, all right, let's think about this, logistics, and can this happen? And here's what would be needed to do that. And sometimes they'd say, cool, we can do that. And other times they'd say, I don't think that's going to be possible. And so they came up with something else. One thing they came up with was um, prayer stations. Um, in previous years, we've made sure we wanted to have a Eucharist. And this time, the last two years, really, they said, why don't we just do prayer day? We don't need to have a Eucharist. We have a Eucharist on Sunday. And it's wonderful. And we love it. But let's do something different. Great. Do it. You don't mean we have to have No, I don't care. Do what you want to do. So they came up with these prayer stations like six different stations, um, one of which was painting. And it was, paint what, where you are in your life with Jesus, or what Jesus is doing in your life, just paint that. Or draw in the sand, and draw what your fears are, and what your burdens are, and then wipe it clean, as Jesus takes those burdens from you. So we have these, one of, them, one of them was music, and they just sat as um, Christina Humphries was there playing music for us, and she played music While everyone, those who were there just sat and looked at the sunset and prayed. So for an hour and a half, the youth are going around from prayer station to prayer station. And afterwards, the next day, we're hearing from them. And what's been the best part of this conference? By far, that was the best part of the conference. These times of prayer and worship that the youth came up with on their own. They said, one person even said, that was the first time in my life that I finally understood who God is. Was through that time of worship and prayer. That's part of that yoke that Jesus has us carry, is to take times to draw near to Him in prayer and to draw near to Him in worship so we can set everything aside, lay our burdens down, and simply be in His presence. We heard about this as one of our speakers, our, our plenary speaker. Was the Reverend Jimmy Abbott, the rector at Holy Comforter Episcopal Church in the Spring, and he talked at one point about spiritual practices, and that if we're really going to follow in the way of Jesus, we have to practice our faith. Uh, we have prayers. Um, you know, suddenly everything's going terribly in our life, and so we've got to pray. We've got, Lord, help me. Um, and then you know, sometimes things are so great, we're like, wow, thank you, Lord, this is wonderful. But he says what we need to do is practice every day our prayers. Like an athlete, he talked about a golfer who had these three just immensely lucky shots. And he kept saying, his friends were there with him, I bet you can't do that again. Boop, got it. Bet you can't double it up and boop, got it. He says, boy, I've never seen someone so lucky. He says, the more I practice, the luckier I get. <laughs> the same with our faith. The more we practice our faith, the more it helps sustain us and nurture us. So it's not just bouncing from spiritual high to spiritual low, but we're keeping a nice, kind of even beat. And we're still going to have spiritual highs, and we're still going to have spiritual lows. Bad stuff's going to happen, great stuff is going to happen, but we can more readily get back to a place where we're sustained and strengthened in our faith. And so we practice our faith. We have daily prayer. we set aside we have these practices of our faith given in the baptismal covenant that we're going to have daily practice of prayer we're going to have daily we're going to have practice of uh, serving others practices of treating other people with respect and dignity honoring Jesus in everybody these are the practices of our faith and it's a burden right it takes effort In order to do these things, if I'm going to get up early in the morning to pray every morning, then I don't get to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning watching 4 or 5 episodes of my favorite TV show on Netflix. And I hate that because I love watching 4 or 5 episodes of my favorite TV show on Netflix. But I generally find life to be a little better the next day if I don't do that and have enough sleep so I can get up and pray in the morning and ground myself in Jesus and lay my burdens on him before the day starts. So we have these other practices of service and treating people with dignity and respect and sometimes when we do that it takes effort to serve someone else but then we also can get some perspective on our lives as we connect heart to heart with another human being. And we sometimes realize I'm doing okay. My burdens maybe aren't so great. They've been lifted off my shoulders because I helped serve someone else. The way of Jesus is the way, a way to take effort. Jesus' yoke is one that we have to put on and practice, but we find... Joy is a key to our life as disciples of Jesus. Bishop Fisher was at this conference as well and talked to us about the joy of being a disciple of Jesus and the joy of worship and the joy of living out our faith, the joy of sharing our faith with others. And if we do this, if there's no joy in our hearts, then what are we here for? And we worship and we come together to worship and it's meant to be joyful. We sang uh, how many times did we sing Alleluia when we first came in here this morning? Did you take take notice of the words we were singing in that first hymn? All creatures of our God and King giving praise to God Alleluia. That's a joyful hymn. So we would hopefully sing that with joy in our hearts and I say if you sing really badly then just sing really loud. You You can't sing well, sing loud because it's a joyful thing that we're doing. We're not we're not some concert that we're trying to do here. We're praising God and finding joy in that. That's why we drop here every Sunday. That's a joyful thing. I don't think whoever that is quite joyful right now. But, right, but, but it's joyful that we get to hear children here. That's a joyful noise. I'm sorry that you're upset whoever did that. so that we might live joyfully I was going to give a talk on this exact subject at uh, at convergence except that then Bishop Fisher and uh, Jenny Abbott said basically exactly what I was going to say in their two talks so I uh, cancelled mine, and we just watched the soccer tournament uh, Watched the World <laughs> Cup the tournament the World Cup which was a very joyful and and, and Jenny was exceedingly happy. United States lost. I knew we were very sad, but it was a joyful time nonetheless, and uh, it was a wonderful week, and I shared, after that talk later that, that night, I shared with our, uh, the guys in our dorm this um, idea about living out our faith and practicing our faith every day. This is from a book called Jesus Calling, um, Daily Devotions Written as Though Jesus Were Speaking to You Directly. This was the one for July 1st. I am life and life in abundance. As you spend time soaking in my presence, you're energized and lightened. Through communing with me, you transfer your heavy burdens to my strong shoulders. By gazing at me, you gain my perspective on your life. This time alone with me is essential for unscrambling your thoughts and smoothing out the day before you. Be willing to fight for this precious time with me. Opposition comes in many forms: your own desire to linger in bed, the evil one's determination to distract you from me, the pressure of family, friends, Netflix, and your own inner critic. Sorry, your own inner critic. To spend time more productively, as you grow in your desire to please me above all else, you gain strength to resist these opponents. Delight yourself in me, for I am the deepest desire of your heart. Amen.